Welcome to CS Radio. Welcome to episode 24 of CS Radio. I'm J. Michael DeAngelis. And I'm Amy Len Kirshner. We hope everybody had a really great and relaxing fall break. Wouldn't know what that is. We stayed pretty busy here. Maybe slightly fewer walk-ins, but students were still certainly taking advantage of the 30-minute slots, and we're happy for it. So hope everyone had a chance to relax a little bit, though. I know over fall break, Milan, uh, you and some of your colleagues on your team had a, uh, a meeting with some faculty members, um, and I know that there was a little bit of a struggle to get people to together during fall break, and I, I mentioned that to my housemates who are both professors, and, and they just laughed because they said, would you go in if you didn't have to, to teach? Well, that was the running <laughs> joke was that we got lots of feedback from faculty saying, you know this is fall break, right? But you know that the other times you're teaching classes, right? So we know. We tried to get as many as we could, but yeah, we still had a fairly good turnout. There were 13 people who joined us and from a variety of departments, so we think we got our message across. We're here for you. That's right. And even though you, uh, faculty and students, got a fall break, there's no rest for the weary here in Career Services. We were open and doing programs and taking appointments, answering tons of emails. I was on three conference calls today, um, and uh, the same holds true for this week. So let's take a look at what's coming up this week in Career Services. As always, these are highlights, and I encourage you to visit our website for the most up-to-date and complete information. And you can visit us at www.vpul upenedu slash career services and click on the calendar of events. So today at 12 noon, we have an interviewing workshop for BSN students. This will be over at the nursing school in Fagan Hall, room 216. This workshop will prepare you to interview for a staff nurse or summer extern intern position. Please bring your resume as a point of reference as we discuss interviewing strategies. Tomorrow, Tuesday, October 11th at 12 noon, in the McNeil Building, room 410, so just three levels above us, there will be the next installment of our job search series, and this will focus on networking. And this is targeted specifically at master's students. Uh, the program will focus on understanding the goals of networking, hear about formal and informal networking approaches, thinking about who is in your network, and then putting all of this into practice during the workshop. There are no Signups or RSVPs required to attend this program, so please join us at 12 noon in McNeil 410. Wednesday, October the 12th from 2.45 to 3.45, there will be an SP2 resume and cover letter writing workshop. This will be at the Castor Building in the third floor conference room, number D28. And later on in the program, one of our SP2 counselors, Esther Ra, is going to give us a rundown of what that program is about. On Thursday, October 13th, I will be giving the next in our job and internship search series, the Public Service Careers Edition. This will actually be taking place in Civic House, so we thank Civic House for partnering with us on this. So we'll be talking about the timing and the approach to getting non-OCR jobs, and this will be focused on public service careers, of course. So we hope you'll con you can join us in Civic House from 6 to 7 for the job and internship search series, Public Service Careers. On Monday, October 17th, so next week, from 12 to 1, we have a nurse recruiter and manager panel that will take place in Fagan Hall, room 216. This is for undergrads. A panel of nurse managers will share advice on top job search strategies and how to succeed on your first job as a nurse. 
bring your questions. Also on Monday from 7 to 8, we'll have a Trustees Council of Penn Women event. This is a interviewing do's and don'ts. This will take place in Arch 108, also for undergraduate, and this is for undergraduate women. So this is a fantastic event, really incredible information. Members of the Trustees Council of Women uh, will come and speak with us about what they look for when they're interviewing. They talk about their own career trajectories and really provide invaluable insight about their, their pads and they're very high powered women so definitely worth attending we'll have more information about this for you next week as well so last week Milin, we talked about some of the interface changes that happened in penlink but there's a real big change coming down the pike do you want to briefly mention that i would love to and it actually ties into our coming soon in career services as well so as we move toward that linkedin platform that michael mentioned the yes. linkedin student app these things tie together so Formerly, to get a little technical, there were basically two doors into the PenLink system. So you could log in with your PenKey username and password as your credentials, or you could log in with an email address that you specified and then a password that you designated. So this is a little bit unusual. Most schools don't allow this dual entry into the system, and we found that it's caused some technical problems for us. So specifically with the LinkedIn app, we're finding that when we export a list of jobs with links, uh, the links break if you're logging in um, as a student, as most people would be with your pen key and password. So we're making a transition so that everyone now will log in with their pen key, username and password into pen link. So for most people, that's not a problem. We've learned that most recent users already have pen keys and pen key passwords. So you'll just need to recall what that was when you were here as an undergrad. Helpful tip I like to give is that it formerly was very difficult to change your pen key password. So likely it was the same all four years you were here. So if you have one of those passwords that's just kind of embedded in your brain, that might be your pen key password. But it's very easy to obtain a new password at this point. And we'll include a link to that on both the main pen link page where you would click in to get to PenLink, and we'll also be sending out messages if you've used the system within the last six months. So very painless, and overall, if you don't have a pen key yet, if you're an older alum, you'll need this for other things on campus as well. It's a very useful tool now to get into many of the services that the university provides, including QuakerNet, which is that great database of Penn alumni. Just for some context, the reason we historically have had two entryways is that when PenLink first launched, uh, it was not so easy to get a pen key as an alum, or if you forgot it, it was not so easy to learn what it was or what the password was. And we want to give a lot of uh, thanks to Alumni Relations and the pen key office for finally getting a system where it's super easy for someone to either be issued a pen key if you're uh, an older alum who wasn't here when they were in use, or to get that password reset and get a reminder as to what your pen key was, because it really is your key to everything uh, on, on pen, the library, our services, QuakerNet, so many other things. Pen key aptly named. A absolutely aptly named. But definitely a good point. Huge thanks to those departments because they were a big help as I was figuring out the logistics of making this transition. We know people can get flustered when you tell them, you've been doing it this way for so long and now we're gonna make this transition for you. So they were really helpful in making sure that I made that message as clear as can be and that hopefully you will experience no challenges as you switch back over to using your pen key right. to log in. So if you're already using your pen key to log in, which most students, let's say 100% of students really should yes. be. Especially if you're using OCR, you have to be in there using your pen key in order to access OCR. So current students, you're already fine. But if you're one of the handful um, who was using the alumni email address logon, things are going to change. And it's good because, um, as I mentioned last week, 
we uh, are on the verge of announcing some big tech partnerships, some new platforms, and all of that will be accessible to current students and alumni as long as you have a pen key. Very true. And just another point here, some recent alumni may have both accounts. So you may have logged in as a, as a current student with a pen key and pen key password, but then when you became an alum, you thought maybe, oh, I'll change my login, so now I'll log in. In which case, you have two accounts in the system, and you can just email me directly, and I'm happy to merge those accounts for you so you'll get both of those things together so you don't lose anything. And you can just email me at Mylene, M-Y-L-E-N-E, at upenn.edu, or just look it up on the website. So we talk a lot on this show about sort of the standard recruiting process. We focus a lot on the undergraduate job search program. We certainly have talked about grad students and PhD and the academic job search, but something we haven't talked that much about are our students in the nursing education and social policy and practice schools. And we have an entire team dedicated to working just with those students and their special needs. If you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you'll remember that we did do a a live show from the Nursing Career Day last December, and that was great. Um, and we've not really focused too much on those other two schools. So today we want to talk a little bit about social policy and practice and the services that we offer those students. Generally speaking, we offer the same services to all our students. Anybody in SP2 can make an appointment with a counselor on that team. So that would be Sharon Fleshman, Esther Ra, or the esteemed Dr. John Tutan. They come in for a counseling session, have their resume reviewed, uh, they have access to Penling, but we also do some specialized programming and, you know, occasionally we have to have special walk-in or appointment hours because students in nursing, education, social work, uh, all, often they don't have a, a standard student schedule because they have a, there's a practical nature to their training. And so they're often off campus during what we would consider normal business hours. So if you are one of those students, be sure you're looking at our website to find out when we're offering you know, special extended hours for your school. We'll be joined by Esther Ra, who will tell us a little bit more. All right, so we're joined by one of our newest staff members here in Career Services, Esther Ra. Esther, welcome to CS Radio. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thanks so much for joining us, Esther. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I come with a background in teaching. Um, Language and literacy is what my career has been about. I have a master's in elementary education in curriculum and teaching from Teachers College. And I have taught in New Jersey and New York City public schools. And I came to Penn afterwards um, to start my doctoral studies in reading, writing, and literacy. I've done professional development for teachers and worked in city schools and suburban schools uh, supervising uh, student teachers. I've also worked in student administration, taught overseas as well. And I come here um, also currently working as adjunct faculty in um, teaching research to teachers who are becoming certified in different literacy specialties. Wow. That's a lot of Yeah. I'm glad you're here. And um, can you tell our audience uh, who you serve here in Career Services and what your role is here? Sure. Um, I am on the advising team for nursing, education, social policy, and practice. And we um, service all the master's students and doctoral students and alumni um, that are in these programs um, that need help in Anything related to career planning, um, interviewing, networking, um, resume, cover letters, the whole gamut. 
those uh, three schools are sort of highly specialized. So do you find that there's a, a, a difference in serving each of those schools as opposed to giving general uh, career counseling advice? Oh, absolutely. I think the schools are very different and their pathways are different. They overlap, I think, similarly in maybe the tenets of their mission, uh, maybe because they're all helping professions. But I think that in helping the students, there definitely is an individualized component. Are there general trends you're seeing in the questions at this time of year from those students, or is it across the board? I would say right now there are a lot of students that are getting to ready to graduate in December, so they are definitely on the job hunt and getting their documents brushed up, their letters looked at, their resumes tweaked and things like that. So we're getting a lot of inquiries on how to um, find the right fit for jobs, you know, for them, you know, how to negotiate salary, things like that. Yeah, that's very interesting. Very different than the population that Nilin serves, who don't gear up for that until, until May. So we uh, mentioned earlier that this week there are a couple of programs aimed at careers in public service and policy and a resume workshop for SP2 students. So we wonder if you could talk a few minutes specifically about some of the specialized things that we do for SP2 students. There is next week coming up a resume and cover letter writing workshop. We'll go over some of the, you know, tenets to writing an effective resume and cover letter and what employers might be looking for um, that will grab their attention. We'll also talk about how to market your skills and experiences to the fullest and um, just talk about how you can gear your documents so that the employer, it will appeal to the employer. Great. Just two weeks ago, by the time this airs, we had a SP2 alumna take over our Penn Career Day Twitter. She's doing some really amazing stuff in South Africa with Impact Amplifier. And so uh, for me, I, you know, when I think of SP2, I, I do tend to think of sort of traditional social worker roles, but there's really a lot of different things that you can do with that degree, isn't there? Oh, absolutely. It runs the gamut between public policy, macro social um, work positions, and also government-related public works. There's a fair coming up for public service careers that encompasses looking for jobs and internships. That's happening next week as well. And it's definitely not limited to social work. And there's also students that are going into academia from that, those right. areas, too. Right. I want to give a shout out right now to our former career services colleague and SB2 graduate, Lindsay Mapes. Lindsay Mapes. I know you're not listening. So, Esther, we come to the point in the interview where we, we like to ask our career services colleagues. I think we maybe you've already said your answer, but if you could have any career that wasn't in career services, what is your dream job? Oh, wow, my dream job. I I would have to say it would have to be being a children's book writer. Oh, cool. Um, I have little ones, and I also um, have taught little ones elementary, and I would love to write children's book, picture books specifically, um, for an Asian American audience that include protagonists um, that are Asian American children and families. I love that. I was to put you in touch with my mom who has written some children's books. She has. And published. Illustrated by? My grandmother. She's an English teacher. I was was an an English English teacher. (laughs) As was I. And I was for the win. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and she, at least the first few were about um, Italian-Americans and Italian-American food traditions. And so, yeah, very interesting. Love that. We'll have to to chat. (laughs) So similarly, 
you were to have a spin-off podcast, what would your CS Radio Esther edition be about? Oh, that's a <laughs> tough one. Um, I have an interest in um, international development, especially specifically related to literacy, and so I would love to like look around the world and see and, and feature different uh, schools and see how they're run, what a day in a life looks like at certain schools, especially schools that are in poverty-stricken areas. I would love to see what the students are like, interview the students, interview the teachers, things like that. This sounds like a fascinating podcast that could happen. Yes, <laughs> somebody call Ira Glass. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Esther, thanks so much for coming by the studio today. Thank you for having me. great to connect with Esther. She's only been in the office a few weeks, so it was great to learn a lot more about her. It was. I really like Esther. Yeah, me too. I particularly am fascinated by that children's books idea. I was just saying to my mom that she should expand her network and not just focus on Italian-American, but do different ethnicities and focus on different... Partnership might be forming. No, we'll have to make them, get them connected. Pizza Fridays, now available on Amazon.com. <laughs> Good plug. I recommend it. And don't forget I, Spaghetti Sunday. Spaghetti Sunday and Pizza Friday both in my niece's uh, library. Including recipes. So it would be great if we could get some different cuisines in there, different stories, different traditions. I think my mom needs to branch out. Uh Uh-huh. I see see a whole franchise blossoming right here. Love it. You heard it here first. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you, as always, for listening. We've got a bunch of great shows coming up, a lot of fun guests planned, and some great topics to discuss. So we hope everybody's hanging in there as we get through the semester. And we'll see you next week on CS Radio. This podcast is produced by the University of Pennsylvania Career Services Office, Division of the Vice Provost for University Life. Your hosts are Amy Lynn Kirshner and J. Michael DeAngelis. It's produced, mixed, and edited by Karen Yang. Special thanks to this week's guest, Esther Ra. Our theme music is Gotta Keep Moving" by The Losers, used under a Creative Commons license. We'll see you right here next time on CS Radio.